Hello, Warriors. How are you guys doing out there this evening? This is Latrice Carter with Horror Movie Warriors. And this is, is um, tonight is Friday, um, uh, September the uh, 9th. 2022 and i hope you guys have been doing very well today me i've been watching cobra kai all day today so <laughs> so you guys might hear me say ah yeah some um you know every other word because i i love cobra kai i love all that karate stuff i cobra kai has made me believe that i can do karate when i know that i can't so <laughs> it's gonna get my butt kicked <laughs> Ah, but um, uh, but yes, I do love Cobra Kai and I do love horror movies as well, guys. So uh, 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 tonight, tonight I am discussing it, Chapter One, the 2017 version. Uh, I've already did the uh, uh, Part Two. I did Part Two way back in 2019 when I first started this podcast, and uh, then um, I did the It 1990 version. I did um, um, part one of that one and part two as well. So, so this will round out the whole it series. I have uh, with me uh, tonight Nathan and Amanda Della. Say hello, guys. Hello. Hello. I'm Nathan, and I went to karate camp once. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so you know more than I do, Nathan. You can teach me a few moves. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I have Marlene Miller with us today. Hello, hello, hello. Richard Moylan. Beep, beep, Richie. <laughs> <laughs> and Miss Leah McLaughlin. Oh, hi. I've never been to karate camp, but I did spend a summer when I was like 10 assiduously uh, avoiding storm frames because of uh, hearing about um, Pennywise at summer camp. So. <laughs> I, still, I still cannot... I, uh, when me and my uh, mom are walking, at, um, are walking our dog and my son and I see a um, drain like that, uh-uh. I can't even walk by it. Nope. Cannot walk by it. Nope. I like the meme that asks, what would Pennywise have to say to get you to go down in the storm drain with him? You know what? That is a very good question. <laughs> I got Jennifer Lawrence down here. <laughs> <laughs> down there. Okay, maybe maybe I have Robert England down here. Maybe then I'll go down there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'll pay your car. I have, a, I have an underground copy of the new Freddy movie with Jack and your old Haley. <laughs> that would actually be really cool. Hey, did you guys hear that, um, uh, that Kevin Bacon said that he might play Freddy Krueger. He said, never say never. I meant to put that on the group page, but I forgot. That would be really interesting. And reacted the last time yeah. someone said that Robert England tried to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, okay. So what do we all think about it? Chapter one. Uh, uh, Nathan and Nathan will start. Uh, Nathan and Amanda. I'm sorry. We'll start with you guys first. How was, uh, what do you guys think of it, chapter one? Me first. Um, I 
love It Chapter 1. I'm a huge fan of the original It, but this one, um, Bill did an amazing job being creepy as crap. Bill like, Scarsgard, not, not the character. Yeah, Bill. Bill. I was like, what? Oh no, I knew, I knew you were talking about. <laughs> like multiple times, but even last night, Nathan and I were both going, nope. Nope, 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 nope. Oh, yep. <laughs> yeah, and, I now, really enjoyed it a lot. The the new Pennywise is just, I mean, I was saying it last night. I was saying, you know, mad respect to Tim Curry and everything, but but this new Pennywise is just so much more scary and creepy and weird and bizarre. And, and because of modern effects work, they were able to actually flesh out a lot of the things in the book that they couldn't really do back in the 90s you know right right so i think you know it's superior in that way i would say right uh, you know what i um have to um read the book again because i haven't read the book since i was young i was like maybe 11 or 12 when i last read it so i can't remember much of anything about the book but I do, uh, you know, of course, I know everything about the 1990 movie, so. Yeah. No, I mean, I own it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so do I. So do I. Well, uh, Marlene, what do you think of It Chapter One, girl? You know, like, remakes are like a, they're always a delicate risk. But I really yeah. think this one was really good. Um, it, I... I watched it uh, five times in the theater when it came out. Anyone who wanted to go, I was like, you want to go see the movie? Yeah, I'll pay. Like, right. Like, watch it again. So I watched it, and the, yeah, the first three times, like, I was, like, legit, like, uh, the, I never, I didn't feel safe. And I was like, oh, that's cool. That's a good, uh, it's a good feeling when a movie can make you feel like that. Like, I don't feel It safe. is. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's not your, it's no, it's not your cheap, typical jump scares. Um, I, yeah, I really liked it. Uh, I watched it. Like I said, I've been watching it all day, so I never get tired of it. Right, right. I, I watched it all day yesterday because I knew today was Cobra Kai Day. So I watched it all day yesterday. <laughs> uh, Richard, how about you, hon? Uh, what do you think of it, chapter one? Uh, I'm like uh, a lot of other people. You know, I'm very iffy with remakes. Uh, the last remake I can honestly say I enjoyed was the 1986 Y. Mm. Um, then I heard, you know, then they, they announced that they were going to do it. And I was like, oh, this is going to forever be compared to 1990, which has got a soft spot in my heart. I love 1990. I love Tim Curry. Mm-hmm. Um, but the 2017 hit, I thought was really good. I mean, if you take, pretend for a moment that 1990 never happened. Mm-hmm. Tim Curry was never Pennywise. Just imagine that for a minute. Yeah. This would have been, I think, in everybody, well, a lot of people, their, their top 10 Stephen King stories. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Most definitely. Scar's yeah. was fantastic. Yeah. Nope. And, and Leah, how about you? Uh, what do you think of it, Chapter One? I'm going to give it 4.5 out of 5 red 
clown noses because <laughs> I think it was a very good The Losers of uh, Stephen King um, podcast. I just, I like that rating, so I've been using it. But um, yeah, 4.5 uh, clown noses. Um, it actually, I know the time period is different than the book, but I think it actually captures the spirit of the book a lot better. Um, and it's really two different Pennywises for me. Um, Tim Curry is a psycho in a clown suit, which is scary. Yeah. And Bill Skarsgård is an alien being trying to yes. pretend to be a clown, but not yeah. quite getting it. So he's really off and just really creepy. And he's an eldritch monster, which that's really hard to um, get an eldritch monster on screen and be effective. But um, I think he did it. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, it, it is so crazy because what's funny is uh, my fiance Brian, as you guys know, he's not really a horror movie freak like I am. Yeah, uh, he's, uh, uh, but when I was watching it, he was watching it with me and he said, you know, Tim, he said, and this came from him, he said, Tim Curry was more scarier in his opinion. Because he don't even like it. He it, anytime it comes on, he's like out the door. He's like, nope, don't want any parts of it. But when he was watching it with me yesterday, he was like, well, I can deal with Bill. I can deal with Bill Skarsgård. He's oh. you know, uh, part one too. So yeah, he's not really the horror. One but, of the few Stephen King horror movies that I can right. get him to watch watch with me, other than Doctor Sleep. Right, <laughs> and which was an awesome movie, by the way. Doctor Sleep was. Um, I I do have a podcast episode about um, Doctor Sleep. If you guys want to go ahead and check that out. But but yeah, uh, I mean, uh, for Bryant to say that, I was like, huh, you must be, you must really like this one because if he 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 wasn't scared of this one, so I, I was like, like okay, you like it, that's good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's really a lot in it for um, people because I know non people that aren't really into horror that have gone and seen it, you know, just because of all the hype and decided it was uh, worth the time. So, well, you know, as much as it, as much as it is a horror movie, it's a, also a, a coming of age movie mm -hmm. too, and nostalgia. Oh yeah, yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Like growing up, everybody that I knew like was afraid of clowns, and it was because of it. It was because yeah, right, exactly. But you it know? was because of Tim Curry's it. See, like Leah said, Tim was a psychopath in a clown suit. Yeah. Whereas, um, whereas Bill Skarsgård, he actually played it as an alien. Yeah, well, and that's what's supposed to be in the book, right? Yeah, I mean, the book is really, really specific um, because uh, you see um, the kids uh, find a way to see Pennywise arrive on Derry, and it's yeah. not like it came from outer space. It came from just outside, like outside our reality. Right. Is what it comes across as. Well, and that's what, I mean, I don't think in the, in the new movies they like explicitly say alien or anything like that it's just kind of apparent based on 
all his different mm-hmm. forms he takes, which yeah. I did appreciate that more. And I remember watching the the old one with Tim Curry when I was younger and being confused that like the creature thing at the end was Pennywise, whereas with these new ones, like it's always Pennywise in some way, and so like it's clear that it it's him behind all, all the different forms. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I thought that it, uh, having different actors be able to play Pennywise was, I mean, that's actually pretty brilliant, because you had the leper, and then you had Judith, which we'll help yeah. talk about it a little bit, yeah. and uh, just, you know, all the things the kids were afraid of, and, yep. and uh, that, that was just a really nice touch. Definitely. Definitely. I agree. Well, guys, uh, well, uh, you know, like I said, I, I do um, love the 1990 version, uh, but the but the 2017 version, uh, oh my gosh, it got me going good, man. I mean, I, I did love the 2017 version. And uh, the kids alone, all of those kids were so good actors. They were some yeah. good actors, man. They, I mean, we have to give it up for all of them. Uh, they were just phenomenal but I do have to say and I'll say this um, first and foremost uh, because there was uh, there were differences between the 1990 version Losers and the 2017 version Losers I I liked both of them don't get me wrong I do I, I liked both of them but for me the two that, and I don't know if you guys might uh, feel differently, but for me, the 2017 losers were kind of cowardly. Uh, no, it was like they didn't. Well, except for Ben and maybe Bev, and th- those two were like, you know, they were they were like, come on, Pennywise, bring it on, you know. Whereas. The whole idea, though, was that they were scared of him at first, and it wasn't until they weren't scared of him at the end that they were able to overcome. Right, him. right, right. And, and, and I understand, understand that. I think they were also at some points acting more like normal kids, how they would act. Yeah, yeah, and I was thinking that too. I was thinking maybe that you know maybe it's true. You know, for eleven and twelve year olds, you know, you're we're not going to go out there and and fight something, you know, inhuman. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, they have a lot of differences in opinion, too, in the book, where they're sometimes, uh, yeah, they end up end up uh, uniting. Um, but, um, yeah, there's some points in the book where um, they don't always agree on how to handle things. And I think maybe the movie was trying to um, get that. Right, right. noticed in, in the the difference between the losers in 1990 and 2017 in 1990 it seemed like they were a more cohesive unit yeah you know that they were they they were together from the word almost from the beginning and it seemed like in 2017 that 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 cohesiveness that that togetherness uh wasn't quite there yeah not right away I, I, I right, think yeah. when they reunite in September that that they finally realize that they're better together than apart. Right. 
So I think they just drew that out longer in the new one. Yeah. More like, you know, normal kids stuff, because that's how 12-year-olds are going to be. Because um, they're 12-year-olds. Yeah. Right, yeah, that's I mean, true. like over 13, so. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. That's yeah, I true. remember that age. Well, and I, I liked the setting. You were talking about the setting earlier, and I liked the fact that it was set in the summer of 89, because I was not quite that old yet, but close enough to that age where it was like nostalgic for me to yeah I was 11 yeah. Then. oh yeah. yeah they had tons of posters you know Lethal Weapon uh, Nightmare Num- yes yes uh, Nightmare Num- Part 5 yeah lots of lots of nostalgic uh, you know uh, posters well yeah. Well, let's go ahead and get to the questions here, guys. Uh, who was your favorite character? And, and uh, Miss Leah, uh, we'll go to you for this one first. Uh, who was your favorite um, loser, if you will? I've got a. Well, I really like them all, but um, I'm gonna go with probably Beverly because um, she was uh, so well drawn out, and um, she, for the most part, you know. There was a couple of uh, decisions that I didn't agree with with her uh, that we can talk about later, but um, I liked how she was so kick-ass and just ready to... I mean, even when they're at the quarry, she just goes and jumps into the water. Right, yeah. She wasn't afraid. Yeah, she's basically the first one to overcome her fear. Aww! Because she's afraid of her dad. Yeah. She she, uh, basically, she beats it and uh, Pennywise realizes at that point how strong she is and um, that's I think that's why he goes for her because uh, she's she's the strongest one and is the heart of the group and I also yeah. like Richie because he was hilarious <laughs> yeah beat beat Richie <laughs> yeah oh, it's so well placed and just all the stuff that he says go blow your dad you mullet wearing asshole <laughs> Yes. And n- good casting on the adult that Bill Hader. Oh, oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Bill Hader was the best. Um. Uh. Well. Um. Finn Wolfhard actually had a say, and actually, actually, they all did. They all were asked, asked, you know, uh, who, uh, which older version, you know, of them would they want. And Finn uh, Wolfhard said Bill Hader, and yeah. uh, and Sophia Lillis, who plays Beverly, she play, she said Jessica Chastain. Yeah, Jessica Chastain's also very close with Andy Muschietti and his wife. Or yeah, actually, Andy Muschietti and his sister, Barbara's oh. sister. And right, right, and. Uh, <clears throat> And, you know, those two actually, uh, I mean, I could see Jessica being the older Sophia Lillis and Bill Hader being the older Richie. I mean, they could be like brothers. They look so much alike. Yeah, uh, the young and uh, the young Eddie and the grown up Eddie. Oh, Oh, my gosh. That was no, that was some good casting. That was some good casting. Yeah, I was watching Shazam, and the actor who played young Ed was in it, so that got me, okay, yeah, I think I'm going to like this movie, because Jack Dylan yeah. plays her, so I think, um, 
maybe maybe uh, Shazam is actually good, and it was. It was. I thought so. I liked Shazam actually. For it to be like a a family comedy or family superhero show, I really liked it. Wasn't yeah. Shazam that that movie Sinbad did in the nineties? Kazam. Kazam. Yeah, that's Kazam. They, yeah. They're trying to tell us that the hopes now. <laughs> right, right, right. They are, but it's not. Well, he did Kazam. Now Shazam was actually. A thing in the nineties, but Sinbad didn't play him. It was Shaquille O'Neal, and that was that movie was pretty bad. Bad. It's on Tubi. Okay, uh, I gotcha. Yeah, yeah, it's on, it's on Tubi. You guys can look it up. It, he played Shazam in the nineties, but it was nowhere near as good as um, the one that uh, Leah is talking about. <laughs> so I have to say this: we. One year went to the Frightmare when the kids from It were at the panel and they were talking to him. Yeah, I was the there little, that year. The little boy who played Georgie just stole the show. He, he was, was a lot so cute. He was, had the whole room laughing. Yes. Wanted to put him yeah. in our pocket for a bad day. Yeah, so, we want him to play Jack Sawyer in the Talisman adaptation. He's about the right age. I think he's probably about 12 years old now, 11. Which is the age of the character, and I think he would do really well. He's so cute. Well, you know, uh, the little boy that plays on Georgie, he, he actually loved getting killed by it. <laughs> yeah, he had such a good time. What did you say? Did we see him in what? Lost and Key. Where he's, uh, well, the the prodigy where he's like re- uh, reincarnated from a serial killer that died in the moment, like oh wow, he was that's born awesome. and like somehow took in took in his uh, entity. We did, and he did really good. That's a really good movie. And that's the kid that played Georgie. Oh really? Yeah. Is it streaming really anywhere? Yeah. Mm, I want to say I saw it on Paramount Plus, but you might have to double check. Uh, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm going to have to start going to uh, the movie training company again, uh, Nathan, so I can start buying these movies. <laughs> exactly. Do it. Yes. I, well, like men. Yes. Like men. <laughs> oh, the movie. Huh? Oh, yeah. Men. Men, the movie. Yes, yes, yes. I remember you were ta- talking about it. Yes. Yes, I, I I am going to um you know I'm going to buy that one and I'll buy Prodigy too because I I want to see both of them. Uh, uh um I, I did hear that Men was real good, not only from you, uh, Nathan, but from other people. Well, then I, I can't be wrong this time. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir, you cannot be wrong this time. <laughs> That men movie sounds really. If it's the one I'm thinking of with Rory Tipkin, is that his name or Rory? Rory. Uh... The guy that was in Penny Dreadful is the mo- well Frankenstein's monster. Sounds really messed up. <laughs> I, I had to be in the right frame of mind to watch that one. Well, oh, Marlene, who was your favorite loser? Oh, definitely Eddie. I liked his. Uh... <laughs> The uh, overacting, the uh, <laughs> yeah, I think he had the funniest lines, the overthinking, 
Their gazebos, man. Yeah, that's my favorite. <laughs> they're, they're, they're he lied to me. They're gazebos. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, oh, my favorite line was, don't ever touch me. Don't ever touch me. <laughs> I love every single time when he breaks yeah, his yeah. arm. He's like, don't, don't, uh, excuse my language, Lord. Don't fucking touch me. Don't, do not fucking touch me. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I crack up at that line. Yeah. Richard, did, did I ask you who your favorite loser was? Uh, not yet, but I am going with Beverly. Yes. I really like um, the contrast between, and I, and I, I don't want to turn this into an all night long comparison between 1990 and 2017. Oh. But in 1990, Beverly ran from her father a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She worried about her yeah. a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> but in the 2017 movie, she fought back. Yes, she did. And he pushed her. He pushed her a little too far, a little too far, excuse me. And she fought back. Stupid. You know, there's, a, there's that one scene where he's got her pinned to the floor. She needs him, uh, she needs him in the groin. Hides in the bathroom. He opens the shower curtain. She whacks him with the toilet lid. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I, I so call yeah, that pretty badass. Bad yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, she was a, she was a badass, and uh, that's that. Yeah, I got I got to go with her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, my favorite character was um, Ben. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, it was Ben. Ben and Bill, actually. I love the both of them for different reasons. I love Ben because he was so sweet and he was so kind. Um, I just think that he just, um, he was a new kid and he he wanted to belong. And once he did belong, you know, there was nothing that he wouldn't do for any of them. And, uh, And Bill, because... Bill took the initiative to go after Pennywise. You know, uh, I think Bill was scared, but he wasn't. He wasn't. He was angry. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. He, he was angry. He was upset. He he didn't get the attention that he needed at home due to Georgie being gone. You know, his dad was mad because, you know, he wouldn't let it go or anything or, you know, and, and Bill, he just had enough, you know, he's like, you know what, we can take this monster, you know, we can take him. And, you know, so I really admired that about, about Bill. Uh, uh, yes, I really did. Oh, well, it was my favorite. Yeah. Oh, my favorite was Ben and Beverly also. Ben yeah. because it reminds reminded me of some of my friends that had that were guys that I friend zoned when I was that age on X. Oh yeah. <laughs> he did. And especially how he transforms. I have a friend that I friend zoned and he turned out that way too. He's a sweet guy. Yeah. And then Beverly, just because she was just such a 
strong character. She was. She really was. Hey, Nathan. Yeah. Um, I like Richie. Uh, any really any like thing that Penn Wolfhard does is like oh, always, yeah. like, even in Ghostbusters, he was amazing in that too. Like yes, um, he so, was, and it goes yes, yes. Yeah, and then what's what was the kid's name again with the cast, the mama's boy? Uh, Eddie. 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 Yeah, I, I did like Eddie too. He he had some great one-liners too, and I like that whole like it wasn't quite like that for me, but like. To an extent, enough to where, like, I totally understood that character and where he was coming from. Right, yeah. Yeah. I'm a germaphobe, so I totally get it. (laughs) I understand that, too. Hey, the pandemic. Hey, the pan. Listen, I think we all did good with the pandemic, considering. You know, I think we did. Yeah. Well, guys, we're going to take a short little break and we will be back right after these messages. All right, guys, we are back. And now we move on to question number two, which is who was your least favorite character uh, or your least favorite loser? That's that's the question that I have for you, for us tonight. Since we're t- talking about the losers club, uh, who is your least favorite loser? Uh, Richard, we'll talk. We'll go to you this time. Uh, who is your least favorite loser in it chapter one? Uh, got to kind of toss up between Stan and Mike, considering that they did uh, a lot in the original movie these guys were just taking up space in mm. mm-hmm. uh in the in this new one they they did almost nothing I mean, stan especially but mike's shining moment was his fight with henry bowers yes uh in the well house that that was mike's moment to shine but stan i, th- I think uh, the, the most that happened to him was he, he almost got eaten by a painting <laughs> Hey, that's beginning, man. That was a very beginning, though. It was. <laughs> <laughs> it was. <laughs> 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 I told you what they're not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, my, Mike and Stan. They were, they were just. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Nathan and Amanda, who was your least favorite uh, character in It Chapter 1? You know, I usually don't have an answer for least favorites, but this time I do. It's it's Bill because he's such a nice guy. It's annoying. Like <sighs> everything, is, it's like Bill's always right. He's always like true and pure, and like his motives are great. And he's just such a great guy. It's annoying. Ah, <laughs> uh, so so basically, you're saying that that's a that's why you don't like me, Nathan. No. <laughs> Right. 
He was too good of a person. He was too <laughs> darn good. <laughs> I think Miley's favorite, I guess, if we're going with the losers. Yes, yes, Stanley. yes, ma'am. Because Stanley, like like you said, he didn't have too, too much. Was the kid with the banjo on his face? Yeah. Yeah. He was. Yeah. He was a drunk. But he doesn't he kill himself at the beginning of part two? Oh, spoiler alert. But yeah. No, I'm just saying, like, his character was never meant to stick around. So yeah. They didn't invest a lot of time. Yeah. It him. feels like that, like, they didn't invest in him because of uh, yeah. what happens in chapter two. Uh, yeah. Because yeah, I, I, I think that they kind of betted on us knowing, you know, that Stan wasn't going to be around. All the people that have read the book and seen the previous movie, uh, yeah, you know, it's not secret mm-hmm. what where it's edited. So yeah, that and that's probably that's probably it too, uh, Amanda. That's probably what what it was. You know, um, they banked on us already knowing that Stan was going to off himself, so they didn't really. Yeah. But, but still, I, th- I think that they could have done a. I, I agree with um, Amanda and Richard because Stan was my least favorite character too. And I think they could have done, even though we already know that Stan is not going to be around for part two. I think they could have did a little bit more with his with the child character because guess what? We also know that Eddie isn't going to be around that long. You know, he's not he's not around until the end either in part two. So we already know that. But Eddie had like uh, like Nathan, like you said, Eddie had some of the best lines. Yeah. You know, so uh, so I think that they could have done a little bit more with Stan's character. I mean, yeah, I mean, Eddie. How long is he around in the second part? Because yeah. I thought I, thought, I felt like he oh, had quarters of it. Movie. Oh, yeah, well, he made it until like the end. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I was gonna say I felt like the actor they chose for the adult version was really good. Oh, he was. He was. As a matter of fact, I think um, if I'm not mistaken, I think the guy that does play Eddie, uh, he said that he. Um, kind of mimicked a lot of Dylan or uh, what, what's the guy that plays um, Eddie? Yeah, Laser. Yes, yes, yes. Who? He mimicked him a lot. Yeah, the kid actor. Yes, yes. Right. He, um, you know, he kind of studied his movements and stuff. And I think well, that that was good on his part. Okay. The way he looked, it was the spot on like age progression. Uh, yes. Yeah, you you could see the kid growing up to be the man. Yep. Yeah, really could. It was. I mean, it was the performance definitely too, but it was also just the appearance was like. And same with Richie was Bill Hader. It was like spot on. It oh was yeah. Like how he definitely grew up to look like that. There's no doubt. You know. No doubt at all. And, and well, Marlene, who was your least favorite loser? Um, I also picked uh, Stan for the same exact reasons that y'all were just saying. So, <laughs> um, and Leah, how about you? Who was your least favorite loser? 
with um, Richard, it's a toss-up between Mike and um, Stan, just because there wasn't much invested in them. And I can understand Stan, and I'm hoping with Mike, via that prequel that's coming out, uh, that maybe they can rectify that a little bit. Because that generational trauma that's hinted at that was maybe... um, Based on, uh, you know, his race, uh, because you do hear Eddie mention the fire at the black spot, which was the all black club in the book that um, gets basically burnt down and people are burned alive by white supremacists. So I'm hoping that that new um, thing that's coming out, that prequel. Yes, maybe, I uh, heard about that. I, but I thought it was just a rumor. I thought that was just a rumor. Oh, no, no, it's not a rumor. no, what it, can you? elaborate on the details on that for everyone mm-hmm. um i think that it's set in 1960 and i know bill skarsgård's gonna be in it but um any other actual casting because he'll be pennywise and it's playing upon the 27 year cycle and in the book um there's a lot of uh history that's talked about so i'm thinking maybe that um they're going to talk about that, like the fire at the black spot. And then in the book, there's also the Bradley gang where um, a bunch of gangsters drive into town and they're gunned down um, by the citizens of Derry. And uh, Pennywise is tied into all this because Ben also talks oh, yeah. about how bad stuff happens. It's seemingly not supernatural and then it sets off a cycle, blah, blah, blah. So I'm wondering if maybe we'll get some more information about Mike's parents in that. Right. um, uh, Mike's dad was at the uh, black spot and he and actually Dick Halloran from The Shining barely escaped. So you can basically say that Dick Halloran helps give birth to the Losers Club because he gets uh, Mike's dad out of there and then Mike's dad decides to stay in Derry and then all that happens. So. Ah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That uh, they have so many good stories to tell. Oh yeah, yeah. that that this prequel will be so good. Yeah, if done correctly, and if they get the right actors. Yeah, I know it's in development, but I can't see seeing anything. You know, because it's going to be on HBO Max, I think. So maybe twenty twenty three or twenty twenty four. Right. And God only knows what, what's going on with Warner Brothers and HBO Max, because that's kind of a mess over there. <laughs> <laughs> I could just about imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I tell you what, I love the the fact that, um, and I, I, I don't know if I'm getting ahead of myself here or not, but I love the fact that they use the clown as a symbol for hatred. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is they use, I mean, right. here you have like racism, um, uh, homophobic, child um, abuse, child abuse, abuse, hatred of all kinds. You know, Pennywise is tied into the whole thing. He's high, he is tied into it all. And yeah, I mean, because like, uh, uh, I mean, if you can um, remember, every time you saw something drastic happen, you saw Pennywise. Like when uh, when Richie, I mean, uh, when uh, Henry was beating the stuffing out of um, 
out of Mike. You saw it holding that arm, you know, up, and he's like waving high to him or whatever. And uh, and there was another time too that um, Pennywise showed up when uh, somebody was in trouble. Was it Eddie? I think I'm thinking about Eddie when he went by the Nebalt house. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he was there too. And it was like everywhere you saw danger, everywhere you saw hatred happen, you know, it was there. Yeah, it's kind of fascinating because you don't know if Derry's evil because of Pennywise or maybe Pennywise went there because Derry's awful. Because I've read a lot of um, Stephen King's later books and Derry is part of it or it's mentioned. I mean, even in the Gwendy's uh, Gwendy's final task, Derry plays a final part, and it seems like kind of like Derry just there might have been really a, bad, and that's why Pennywise came there. Yeah, I, I read that, an essay. I read an essay when uh, the second one came out because they were they wanted to go more in depth with what the book talks about with the scene they show at the very beginning of the second one with the the gay bashing that happens, and yeah. they. They went into details about what that was and in the book and the context of the story and everything. Yeah, and, uh, they basically said in the article, or even heavily implied at least, that it was that act and others like it in Derry that drew Pennywise back out after the 27 yeah. years that drew him back out. And in the article implied that, that Pennywise came to Derry because Derry had these horrible things happen and he was attracted to that yeah it's like if i remember in in salem's lot it talks about unhallowed ground with that um marston house and it's like the entire city of Derry is unhallowed ground and maybe you know like that's why you Mm -hmm. have pennywise and even with him being gone and uh the other books the later ones like insomnia and dreamcatcher and all that yeah still um and the Gwendy book, it's implied that Derry's still pretty messed up and the murder rate's really high and just all this bad stuff happens and yeah, so Pennywise a, might have uh, helped a little bit, but eh. yeah, no, I think there's something to that for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Well, what is everybody's favorite scene? Uh, Mar- Marlene, we'll go to you uh, for this one uh, first this time. Uh, what is your p- favorite scene in It Chapter 1? Uh, since we had a, a question about which our favorite scary scene, I, I chose a scene that wasn't scary, and it was the uh, the quarry. That just seemed like so wholesome, all their friends and oh yeah, having a good time. And I think it's funny how they're all staring at Bev, and then she like <laughs> looks at them and they're like, Looking right, like, oh, yeah, we're not looking. We're not looking. <laughs> and another part that really made me chuckle is, like, when they're at Ben's room and uh, she sees that new Kids on the Block poster. Uh-huh. And he's, like, shaking. We like, rock. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So I really I re- like I remember it. when, when, when he closes the door, there's the new Kids poster. And yeah. Look at Ben's face. And I look up and said, no, he busted. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, we cannot lie, ladies. Who was a big fan of New Kids on the Block? Oh, yeah. Right here. <laughs> I mean, I, well, I, 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 I character because I definitely 
listen to some of their music when I was a kid. I had a pillowcase with New Kids on Block on it. I had their poster. <laughs> I wish I could. You know, I had a friend who had a pillow. Uh, uh, yeah, this what you just said. She had that the pillowcase. She mm-hmm. sure did. I had a friend that had that. Uh, and then uh, uh, I had another friend who who was so excited that they were going back on the road with Backstreet Boys and everything like that. Oh, my God. She went to the concert and had a ball. <laughs> my wife went to, uh, went to New Jersey. She drove from here to New Jersey to go see uh, the, that new kid's job. In uh, saying salt and pepper, I think was. Oh yeah. Oh, oh I I love your that. wife, man. And Leah, what was your favorite scene in it, chapter one? Uh, I am gonna go with the blood scene in the bathroom. I thought that was well done just like all the voices and it was really close to how it was in the book and really captured the feel. And then when they clean up the blood afterwards, although I might be slightly biased because of the cure song, yeah. I'm obsessed with the cure. <laughs> One of my musical idols right there. Uh-huh. I've seen the cure. I've seen the there cure concert. Awesome. Yeah. I don't know. I think Morpheus on um, sad man kind of looks like Robert Smith. So <laughs> That's just like would be biased, so. Yeah, yeah, the salmon. That's on Netflix, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna watch that tonight. It's really good. And Nathan and Amanda, what was your favorite scene? What? I'm not ready. <laughs> <laughs> you go first. I like the uh, Georgie and Pennywise at the beginning, where he's just introducing himself and making the pop 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 and then also really cool is that bill the weird eye thing where one eye would go up and the other one will look at you yeah that's actually doing it so that makes yeah that's well the smile the smile that he did you know he that's the smile that he he says uh um that he used to scare his brothers also um the fact that while he's talking to georgie he's drooling the whole entire <laughs> I thought that was blood at first, but now I realize it was drool, and I think that's somehow worse. Yeah. Oh, yes. He just, he just starts to like space out, like, oh, I'm so hungry, I can't wait to eat this kid. And then yeah. the kid starts, <laughs> you know, and he's like, I guess I better go. And he's like, oh, oh, without your bones. Like, never mind, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Georgie Pennywise. See, on that note, I like the. Georgie Pennywise Bill scene in the basement filled with water. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, that whole sequence is just like terrifying and like a good good drama that adds to the character development storyline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like George starts saying, You'll float too, you'll float too, you'll float. And he's screaming and his face gets more and more rotten. Yep. Yeah. And, and his up. voice gets more and more distorted. Yeah. I and like then, that. And, yeah. Yeah, and he faces after Bill really fast to the bottom of the stairs. It's just so creepy. Uh-uh. It's good. Almost, almost got him. Almost. Yep. <laughs> but it's just it. It was a great vignette scene too, in the sense of like, if you were a kid in the '80s and you had a basement like that, the way it made you feel. 
That's why. Oh you know, uh, yeah. Thank God, no, we don't. Our basement was not like that. And we don't have basements here in South Carolina, I don't think. Yeah, well, we, we don't have, have we don't have yeah. basements here in Texas either, do we, guys? Uh, Nathan and Amanda. I have Texas because the soil won't won't stand yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. The soil won't. But I grew up a a lot of growing up was in Colorado, and I actually my room yeah. was at one of our houses. Yeah, yeah, and and me growing up in Detroit, Detroit does have basements. Yeah, like and, whole climate, like Detroit. And yeah, I grew up in Indiana, in a house that was built in 1895 that we could probably do a podcast about because that, yeah, that house <laughs> just strange and probably fueled my Stephen King thing, but that's another story. <laughs> that's another podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Another Stephen King podcast. <laughs> Uh, Richard, what was your uh, favorite scene? When the headless zombie was chasing Ben through the library. Uh, yeah. <laughs> nice. There the library, was, and oh my if, God. If you notice, right before Ben uh, heads into that basement, you know, he's flipping through the dairy history book. If you look real close, you can see that librarian is looking at him. And yes, yes. That was up. my favorite part. She's oh, looking yeah. at him like, boy, you are going to die. Well, well, you know who that was, right? That was Pennywise. Yeah, it's like how he sneaks onto the TV. He sneaks onto that. Yeah, the zombie was Pennywise. But yeah, was the lady... That the woman he he had you know kind of like possessed her if you will, because if okay. you notice yeah, yeah if you yeah. notice you know Ben's going through the book and all of a sudden she just stops, turns and smiles at him. Just yeah, just looks at him. Right. Well, she's bought him the book. She bought him the book. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, I think she did. I think she did bring him the book. I think that was her. Yeah, yeah. But I do know that that uh, that Pennywise had kind of possessed her body at that point, and she turns around and looks at him like. But I tell you what, that was my favorite part because I I didn't know that at the time. See, I didn't I didn't know it was Pennywise until like a year later when I had uh, uh, watched a YouTube video about it. Uh, yeah, uh, there was a guy that was saying um, uh, there were there were plenty of uh, and not just that time there were actually some uh, some other times where Pennywise was around without actually being around and that was mm-hmm. just one of the times that he was talking about yeah, and I was like I didn't know that. that. There's a part in the book where Beverly says that it is everywhere it just fills the hollow places so I think they were trying to you know, illustrate uh, that. And I thought that was actually a really good way of doing it. Just have him, you know, it's almost like reading Mad Magazine and you see the little stuff on the side. That's what it felt like to me, which is really cool. Well, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of um, the House on Haunted Hill or, or the Hunting of Hill House. I think that's what it's called on Netflix. Yeah, you know, when they could see all the, when, you know, there's ghosts 
that you can see or whatever like everywhere <laughs> yeah that's what yeah that's what it kind of reminded me of but but yeah i was like holy moly i did not know that so and when i went back and watched it again there she was just a smiling at him and i was like oh this has become my favorite part Be because of how creepy it was mm -hmm. You know, it just gives you a creepy feeling. Well, well, okay. So, what is everybody's least favorite scene? And uh, uh, um, uh, Marlene, we'll go to you um, again for this one. What was your least favorite um, scene? Um, I chose the reunited scene with uh, George, Georgie, and Bill because I thought that was just like so low like Pennywise that he was playing his heartstrings that bad you know he was like you know that was like tough for him to see and then tough for him to stand up to him and put that um bolt shooter in his head you know about the scene where Jordy said Bill and when I go home that yeah that's yeah okay yeah, yeah. Was, wow that is just so sad and that is so below the belt but you know Pennywise is like also really desperate in that moment too so he was just pulling yeah, out. He used stuff. everything. Yeah. He was pulling out all the stops, girl. Yeah. Yeah. I and, mean, I like the scene, but also I just thought that was like just so messed yeah, up. Yeah, well, he feeds off of emotion too, so. Yeah. Right. Right. And, and well, Leah, what was your uh, least favorite scene? Um, uh, it is actually one that's not supernatural. It's at the beginning where Beverly's being ganged up on in the bathroom because oh, yeah, yeah, that, that just brought good. me back to my middle school days and um I felt kind of called out and had some flashbacks and and uh I mean it was well done and it was really realistic and it was you know, I felt like I was back then. So I mean that it I needed a moment after that. I, I can I I can relate to that. I can understand because I I too had to have a little moment because because I was bullied like that. So, mm -hmm. but, but 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 for me, I was like I couldn't believe that. Um, well, well, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I I think that Beth looks better than Greta. Yeah, that's what it was. It was just jealousy. Yeah, it's oh. jealousy for real. There was, some, there was something cut out, but she, Bev allegedly just smiled at um, Greta's boyfriend, and that's what pissed Greta off. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, I think that makes uh, more sense. Yeah, and also, you know, she's, I think Bev's maybe a little bit ahead of her peers and developed. Thing. And trust me, when you start to get boobs when you're a girl and others don't get that, you're going to hear just everything about it. And there's going to yeah. be a lot of jokes because I started developing when I was really about 10 years old and still a child up here, but was getting an adult body. Oh, yeah, and, that's that's got to. I yeah. mean, I don't want to say that's got to suck, but it oh, does. Yeah. I'm sure it does. Oh yeah, when you hear from practically everybody that you need to wear a bra, but you know you still sleep with a teddy bear, and 
you're drinking yeah, uh, drinking uh, Yoohoo soda and you're being told you need to wear a bra and, you know, do all this adult stuff and getting harassed by your peers for being yeah. different. And uh, she's got red hair and I've got naturally red hair too. So that right. So you guys hair. connected in a way, you connected with that character. Yeah. Uh -huh, yeah, I mean, in the book, the way she's written, it's she looks a lot like me, I think, with the height and, you know, the hair, although I've kind of uh, modified mine. and um, But, you know, we're both like tall redheads, and um, ones that uh, started developing maybe a little bit before their peers, and that gets you harassed and a lot of unwanted attention. And you don't want that attention, but, but the other girls think that they want that attention. And they chase you into the bathroom and, and throw garbage on you, apparently. Yeah. 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 Uh, and, and Nathan and Amanda, what is y'all's least favorite scene? This is a hard one. Um, I guess the most like uncomfortable scene in the movie is when Beverly's dad is like holding her face and like you're my girl, aren't you? Yeah. It's like what's going on? Yeah, right. So icky and yeah, that yeah. did make you yeah. because it gets more into that in the second part of the movie. That was even more uncomfortable in the second movie. Oh yeah, and I, I think I know what scene you're referring to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the perfume. Oh, Lord have mercy. Ooh. Uh, oh, Richard, Richard, what's your least favorite scene? Anything that Bev's dad was in. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And I wasn't too thrilled with the apocalyptic rock fight. The what? Um, in the book, it was fantastic. Yeah. But when you, you, know, the, you got Henry Bowers on his gang and his gang on one side, you got the losers on the other, and they're all arming them. Then Richie yells out, rock more, and then they start throwing. Right. Then this metal soundtrack comes in out of nowhere. <laughs> Completely throws that scene out of whack. <laughs> I would say Metallica. I should have had Metallica. Right? Yeah. Music should have been more dramatic. Um, I, I was, I, I just didn't like it, and I was really disappointed in that, considering what an important it, scene it was in the book. Just throwing, I mean, because throwing rocks at people the size of the rocks they were throwing and stuff, you could really, like, seriously hurt someone. So you think maybe they were trying to, like, juxtapose to make it seem less brutal? Like, the, yeah, what they were doing. I hadn't thought about that. I'll be honest with you. You know? Yeah, like, and I'm very glad I've never been on a rock fight. Oh, uh, so am I. Uh, but listen, guys, guys we're going to have to take another little break here. And then, uh, and then we will resume our rock uh, conversation. All right, guys. Okay, so, so Richard, you were saying that the rock um, uh, scene wasn't really your forte. Uh, now, uh, I kind of wish I'd had the guts to do that to the kids who bullied me. I'll be <laughs> <laughs> 
I, yes, I, I agree with that, Richard. I agree. <laughs> oh, yeah, my least favorite scene was when Ben was getting pummeled and bullied by the, the bullies. Yes. Yeah. Oh, were, Amanda, high five. High five. He's such a sweet kid, and that reminds me that, like, you talked about the thing with Beverly hit you. That kind of thing hit me because yeah. I was severely bullied by a group of not just girls but guys at the mm -hmm. same time, like attacked me. So yeah. Well, and then later in the movie, Pennywise, uh, it he like scrapes Ben's belly, and I'm like, what the heck is with Ben's belly and the mutilation leave and the belly alone. we'll leave Ben's belly alone. Right. Oh, he has a throughout the movie. Poor Ben. Yes, right. I I feel that same way. Poor Ben. Yes, yes. You mean tits? Tits. <laughs> yes, we mean tits. Uh, but but you know what? As much as um, Bev's dad, uh, his scenes did make you feel uncomfortable. But didn't it also make you uncomfortable when? Uh, when the pharmacist started actually flirting with Ben. Yeah, he could like, Oh my I gosh, that was my least favorite. That was my least favorite part. Because. Yes. Yes, a pedophile to his name. I mean, as much as, you know, uh, Bev's dad was a pedophile too, don't get me wrong. But the way that, I mean, yeah. Yeah, but the cool thing, the cool thing about that scene is seeing Beverly be completely aware of that fact and taking full advantage of it. Yeah, yeah, which is kind of sad that somebody who's matured way before she probably really should. Um, yeah, and that's a thing with a lot of people who've survived um, any kind of sexual assault or grooming, and I think she's been hearing it for a long time. You know, just yeah, because of is and she makes people uncomfortable so she also you know can she can see that side that she has currency in a way and um she can flirt with a grown adult man who also happens to be greta's stepdad mm -hmm. oh I, I did not know that yeah yeah she greta is. works in the department she calls him dad at least once mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. was not oh, paying yeah. attention. I never put two and two together. Me either, Richard. So it wasn't just me. Thing, isn't, that Greta, isn't that Greta who writes Loser on his mm -hmm. cast? Yeah. Loser Lover, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Speaking of it. Oh, uh, yeah. It, uh, Nathan got that on his head. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because a friend of mine uh, made that for me. She knows how that's my thing. I love the loser lover things. So, okay. So yeah. now on to the the, the fun question, which I'm going to ask Nathan and Amanda uh, first. Uh, which scene scared you or made you jump the most? 
maybe I was thinking about this. It's all the, like the transformation stuff with Pennywise that's really creepy. When he's coming out of the fridge. In the oh, house, yeah. Skarsgård can really do that. Huh? Oh. That was Skarsgård doing That was him really doing that. Yeah, contortionist? Yeah. The man must be dedicated. I know that's right, Leah. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, that scene is pretty, pretty freaky. I, I mean, yeah, yeah, and the fit, the physical, the physicality of it. Like you have to use all of your body parts, all of your strength. Lord, ouch, ouch, ouch. <laughs> it hurts me to get off the couch, so. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the part that really creeped me out was uh the lady in the painting and then also the headless kid like yeah. the way i don't do really well with the way that people twitch sometimes in horror movies like a uh, house or the, what is it house on haunted hill with the doctors in the insane asylum and they twitch uh, no, oh I yeah 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 I, I don't i don't do good with twitching Yay, twitching. No, not <laughs> You could tell they're married. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if I can talk my wife into joining us for one of these things, then you'll. Because I'm scared of ET. Oh my goodness, you are not alone in that. My best friend, Shanae, is scared of E.T. And I always make fun of her. <laughs> oh, now just that movie makes me more sad. But yeah, I was scared of him when I was little. I can't see a picture without just... <laughs> my best friend is like that. E.T. phone home. Okay, I, I'm sorry, Amanda. I had to do it. <laughs> I have to do it. <laughs> Richard, uh, what uh, scene made you um, either scared or just creeped out or just jump? When Eddie was attacked by the leper on Nebolt Street. Mm -hmm. ah. That's a good one. Yeah, it's a good one. It was a, it was a real good jump scare. Um, and then I love, uh, after Eddie finally escapes from the leper, he turns around and he sees, uh, the, that huge collection of red balloons and Pennywise. Upside down then the, 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 the balloons take off and Pennywise just looks at him and smiles and then Eddie starts screaming. <laughs> but that, that whole time that he was being chased by the leper, that, that got to me. Yeah. Yeah. And Marlene, uh, what uh, scene scared you the most or just made you jump? Uh, well, the, like I said, the first couple of times I watched it in theater, it was the projector uh, scene because I was up close. Oh, no. uh, it was so good and on the big yes. screen. And it's still pretty good. It's still one of my favorite scenes. And then the ones that you had mentioned before, the headless boy in the library and then the, the, the basement scene where he almost gets uh, Bill's ankles. But yeah, my favorite one is definitely the projector scene. Like, that was just so intense. It was yeah. so loud in the theater, yeah. so. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes, it was. I went, to, I went and saw it at the, at the theater with my brother. And yeah, 
I jumped. <laughs> I, he he still won't let me live it down either. He's like, man, you jumped and you started uh, uh, grabbing on me and stuff. <laughs> uh, and Leah, what what, what um, part scared you the most? I am going to have to go with that leper, especially when Eddie's walking by and you can feel like it's all wrong. And then something about that beeping noise of his timer, I guess, to remind him to take his pill, that just made it really unsettling. And then that upside down triangle of red balloons, it's just like something so just horribly, awfully wrong on so many levels. So, I mean, I'm, I guess that's where the um, extra dimensional eldritch monster stuff comes in, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I got to agree with Leah on that. Um, when, when Eddie's walking by the house, you know, you knew something was going to happen. But that's the beautiful thing about horror movies is the director knows that, you know, he's like, yeah, something's yeah. going to happen, but I'm not going to tell you when. Right. Well, there's a certain certain scene in uh, this last season of Stranger Things that should really be sweet and wholesome, and it kind of was, but you just feel how wrong everything is. And, you know, then I just turns out I'm right. Yeah, it's a, it's this most recent season, and I think you'll see what I'm talking about when you get to it, but um, yeah, it's just I, I like how somebody can do that when everything's normal and then it's not. Yes, and I think I know what scene you're talking about, Leah. Mm -hmm. I, I won't. Yeah. I won't say it because I don't want to give anything well, away. Last, uh, last few minutes, really, of uh, the last episode. Yep. Yep. I know exactly what you're talking about now. Yep. I, I, and I, I like you. I, I, I like how they do that. They went from normal to to not so normal. You know. And that's what makes it believable. When you have good horror, it's got to be believable. And Stephen King is a master at that, and that's mm -hmm. why he's so successful. Is he's able to make it relatable, and then he brings out the monsters. Yeah. Because I mean, Shining, three quarters of it, there's no ghosts. It's just a family kind of unraveling, and we're all probably you know familiar with that concept. Then he brings out the ghosts, and they're almost secondary. Because of uh, all the emotional hit and right, it, it does it really well too. Because uh, Pennywise is sometimes the least of their concerns. But because you and you know that, that's actually why I love it so much because it hits on everything on every emotion that you can ever have. Uh, the creepy, you know, creeped out, scared, uh, emotional. I cried on the on this movie. I did. I cried and I and I cheered and I yelled and I screamed. You know, I always mm -hmm. stay. You know, for a scary movie or or just any type of movie. Actually, if you can give me any feels, you have done your job. If I can't feel anything from you. If I can't feel anything from the storyline, if I can't feel anything from the actors and actresses, we have a problem, you know? Oh, yeah. That's why I'm just, like, actually so picky about horrors, because if I can't relate to the characters and the settings, 
and just get involved, then it's really difficult for me to watch. Right. Exactly. Just, just kill them all. We're <laughs> like <laughs> total slaughter. Flash them up and let God figure it out. <laughs> exactly. Don't encourage him. <laughs> no, I mean it's good to have relatable characters. I'm just saying. Sometimes it's good. mayhem is in order. Happy Metallica noises. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, whose death scenes, uh, who or kill scenes? was more creative in your opinion. We didn't really get that many kills. We got more scares, uh, like more scare scenes than we did kills, but yeah. But we did get, I mean, you know, we got a few. Um, uh, Patrick, uh, uh, Bev's dad, uh, uh, Henry's dad, uh, who's, uh, and Georgie, of course, you know. Uh, so whose kill scene was more creative? Um, and your opinion, and um, Mr. Richard, we'll go to you first for this one. Who whose kill scene was more creative? I would have to. I'm going with Henry's dad, just for the sheer amount of blood that was. Mm -hmm. And the guy was yep. a leaker. Yeah, it was a leaker. I, I I said the same thing. I actually put that down in my notes. <laughs> and also, Henry's in, dad. The background, in the background, you could hear the kids on the on that on that TV show. Yep. Kill yeah, them all. Guys, kill them kill all. Them kill them all. all. Kill them all. Kill them all. Kill There's Henry going to work on his dad. So. Uh-huh. Yep. Hey, he does <laughs> too. He's like, kill him, Henry. <laughs> yep. Yes. But did you guys know that they had done that before on another Stephen King movie? They did it. They did. They've done it before. Have Have you guys ever seen the Tommy Knockers? Yes. I read the book. Yeah, I think yes. I'd rather forget it. the Tommy Knockers, but yes, I did see it. I think it's a painting in the book, but yeah, they changed it to a TV. I think for the miniseries. Yeah. Yes, they did. Yeah, it's not really one of my favorite ones, so I'm not readily thinking of it. But I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I. Uh, I love the Tommy Knockers. It was one of my favorite um, uh, TV miniseries that they did. I didn't like the. I did not like the book, and I did not like the movie. Yeah. A lot of when people didn't. That, well, I, what I can take from that, kitties don't do cocaine because uh, you'll write something like the Tommy Knockers. Right. <laughs> yeah. And right. direct a movie like Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> I knew you were going to uh, say that. <laughs> I never saw Tommy Knockers. All I know is Jabberwocky and Fart Knockers. I don't know anything about Tommy. Well, there was um <laughs> when I watched that uh one season of uh, Constantine, there was there were creatures I think in one episode that were sort of similar to um, what the Tommy Knockers would be. I mean, they weren't aliens. Yeah, but, uh, that, was, that was what the concept for the Tommy like Knockers the, was, right? Yeah, alien. Yeah. They're aliens, but Tommyknockers, I think they're actually some mythical creature and maybe like Scandinavian or something. Huh. And then there was so I think that's where the rhyme comes from, actually. Leah. Yeah. Late last night and the night before. Tommyknockers, 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 knocking at the door. 
Yeah, and they had this creepy episode of Constantine where they had these little creatures that I think were probably based on all that. Ah. But yeah, but yeah, that that kill, it, that is exactly what it reminded me of. Uh, when they had, uh, when, when um, the program that the woman was watching, uh, and they were like, kill your husband, because he was He's cheating on her. Yeah. He was cheating on her. Yeah. And I think um think they told her about it and they were and she was like kill him. And she did. And she killed him. Yeah, I think, book, I think in a book it was a paint by numbers painting of Jesus that told her to do that. So I can kind of see why that maybe didn't make it. Yeah, I can too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it was just it's memorable. <laughs> it, it it really is. I'm telling I'm telling you. As soon as I saw that in it, you know, I'm I, that's exactly where my mind went to. The Tommy Knockers. I was like, oh my gosh, they did the same thing. <laughs> the Tommy Knockers. That's wild. But uh, but yeah, uh, Nathan and Amanda. Who was your uh, whose kill scene was you more creative in your opinion? Um, I like the one with the bully in the sewer tunnel. Patrick. Patrick. Yeah. Um, where like it's like all the victims of Pennywise and they're like yep. zombies. And then they go after his after his face and then he can't find his way out. Yeah. And he gets eaten by Pennywise. Yep. That That's was pretty cool. That, that yeah. my grandmother even uh, well, she cracked up at that part. She was like, "Oh my goodness, he's not gonna make it!" And then, and then the Kim, uh, then the clown comes at him, and she is like, "Ah!" <laughs> and she just started laughing. I'm like, "Grandma." <laughs> what was your same? Same. Yes. Amanda says same. Same. Yes. Yes. And, and uh, uh, who am I missing? Who did I not ask? Me. Marlene, yeah, well, okay. Oh, I was going to say Patrick as well. Because, um, yeah, just the build up to it. And yeah, he got exactly what he deserved. And yep. also, like, in the book, Patrick is way darker than Henry. Yeah. yeah. I, I, now, <laughs> that I do remember. I do remember that from the book. Patrick, yeah, let's not talk about that. That's lived rent free in my head for about 30 years, and I'm very uncomfortable. <laughs> I just read the book, so yeah, I just hey, yeah, I take he, a scowl when I read that part. It's yeah, so he's, cool. he's a yeah, he's a little bit darker, so I uh, what's dark about wait, him? Wait, what, what are we talking about? Oh, he's a sociopath. Patrick. Yeah, a Patrick was way more darker than Henry in the book. Yeah. Yeah, then yeah he movie. killed his little brother and he'd feel girls up at school and he had this yep. uh, with, with dead flies and then he had this fridge that he would trap animals in and kill them. Yep, that's what I was saying. Like him and Henry had a little thing. Yeah. Um, little yeah. We won't speak of that either because that is so disturbing. Yeah, yeah. a little bit. Yeah, no, thank you. Just <laughs> no, I know. I'm just saying, like they're 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 dancing around talking about what they're saying and not saying it, and I'm confused. <laughs> well, maybe behind the scenes we can elaborate more. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> he 
kids is kind of friendly. Right, right. <laughs> there we go. After hours. At the after. After hours. hours. Yeah. The after deleted yeah. scenes. Right. <laughs> the bonus pictures. So sorry, listeners, you will not get the full story here if you're not aware. Yes, you will not get the whole story. But if you already have read the book, you probably already know the whole yeah, know story. Right. Yeah, they know what Yes. Well, uh, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Who's who's talking? Somebody was talking. And I need to read the book. Oh, yeah. I need to reread the book. I haven't read the book since I was 11, 12 years old. <laughs> It has been Pennywise's lifetime since I read that book. Yeah, I, I've been reading it for a few years. Wow. Hey. Although I'm not current on the current books. Uh, well, I need to read those. Leah, I, I know that you said that you're almost done with it, or are you done with it? I'm, Kendall says I'm about 85% of the way through, so we're about to the final act where they oh, okay. uh, do away with Pennywise for good. So yeah, I started reading it a couple of weeks ago and when I get time, I read it. If you're into audio books, Stephen Weber reads the audio. And, and you uh, know what? Pennywise voice is fantastic. Yeah. I was going to say, I was going to say it is on YouTube. Nathan, if you, uh, I don't know how you are about um, listening um, just uh, two books or anything like that. But if you go on YouTube, if you go on YouTube, um, uh, put in it, of course, and it'll come up and they, they it will be read to you. I, I, I have read, I have listened to it. Like, uh, like la last year, I would listen to it um, as I was going to sleep. So it, it's on YouTube if you, if you, you know, don't mind listening. You know, I do a lot of yeah. audio right now. Audio books are just fantastic. They really are. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. And I've seen your TikTok videos too, Amanda. I love them. I'm reading Kuntz. His book is called TikTok. It's about a little demon doll that gets left at his front door, and with a note that says, "You have until dawn." TikTok, TikTok. Oh, okay. It's really creepy. <laughs> it sounds good. really creepy. Dane Coon fantastic too. Yeah. Hmm? Yeah. So, uh, so Nathan and Amanda, if you got tonight, if you guys want to, want to, you guys can fall asleep to Stephen Weber reading you it on YouTube. <laughs> well, guys, we have come to my last question, which is. Um, how does it, chapter one, pertain to the Bible? And, and I'll go ahead and um, uh, answer first for this one. Uh, well, for, for me, um, the story of David versus Goliath came to mind. Uh, you know, G Goliath was a very scary man. As a matter of fact, um, I think the Bible um, describes him as like a giant. And... Um, and you know just like it was very scary he he was a giant to you know he was a very scary giant to the losers club and but bill was not afraid was not afraid to go after it uh just like david wasn't afraid to go after goliath and it says in the bible um in first samuel uh 17 the whole chapter 
1 Samuel 17. Just read the whole chapter. Um, uh, he, he, out of all of his brothers, and I want to say that there was eight of them, including him, there was eight. And uh, But out of all of them, he was the one that was not afraid to fight him. And, you know, he, he, and it, it's kind of like Bill. Bill was not really afraid to fight it. He was like, listen, we know where he is. Let's go after him and let's do this. Let's finish this, you know. And, uh, and you know, David is essentially said the same thing about this giant. That, you know, he was like, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? You know, and in other words, he was saying what Bill was saying, you know, like we can defeat this monster, but we cannot do it. But here's the kicker. Um, we can't do it on our own. We, uh, we have to have the Holy Spirit in order to be any Goliath that's in any of our lives. Uh, it's not easy. As a matter of fact, it's hard. Uh, just like in the movie, you know, they knew that they should fight uh, or Bill knew that they should and could fight it. But nobody, you know, really, nobody else really believed that they could, except for Bev. Bev did say that, you know, well, we have to stay together. We have to stand together, you know. Um, but, um, and and then, you know, like Nathan said before, they did come together in the end and they defeated him. And I think that's um, kind of like uh, us, you know, we have to come together to defeat uh, evil of that nature. So that's how it, that's how it that's how it pertains to the Bible for me. So uh, and uh, and like always, guys, you guys don't have to answer the question at all. Uh, but I, I will ask you if you guys have um, uh, an opinion on it. Uh, uh, Leah, uh, we'll go to you first for this one. Um, and like I said, you don't have to answer if you don't want to or don't feel comfortable. Um, but do you um, have an opinion on how it could pertain to the Bible? Yeah, there's a couple of them. Um, a couple of them. One of them is the book of Revelations, um, because there's seems like there's a lot of natural disasters and just bad things happening, which kind of ties in the book of Re Revelations and also all the monsters, which are mentioned in the book of Revelations. And then there's Legion, which um, is somebody, someone that takes different forms and it's mentioned in a lot of king's books yeah about legion um, because it seems to have been something that maybe stuck with him um, not just with pennywise but also with randall flag and a few others and then in, in the book, um, legion's legion. yeah really knows from storm of the century his like yeah you you screw around those letters you come up with legion. legion yeah yeah so i mean and you know people being possessed like we were talking about um, with the librarian and Bev's dad. And um, I can't remember if Legion's um, Old Testament or New Testament. So um, my memory fails me there. Uh, yeah. Legion is uh, New Testament. Okay, that's what I thought. Mm -hmm. I thought he was also um, maybe a 
tied into the book of Revelations um, as well. So that's what I thought. And David and Goliath, too. Mm -hmm. And also maybe Job, even. With how uh, many trials. With all the trials, yeah. 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 Well, guys, we're going to take one last little break. And then when we come back, I'm going to ask Nathan and Amanda um, if they have an opinion on the Bible question. We'll be right back, guys. All right. So we're back. And Nathan and Amanda, do you guys have an opinion on um, how, it, how it pertains to the Bible? And keep in mind, guys, you guys do not have to answer this question. Just let me know if you feel uncomfortable. But, but if you guys want to give an opinion, you guys can do so. I mean, I think y'all pretty well covered it. We talked about at least five or six, right? Oh, Just yeah. Bigger. That's true. We have. Yeah. yeah. The number seven, too, right? Isn't that part of the book of Revelations? The what? The number seven. Doesn't that uh, have some significance in the New Testament? I mean, they, uh, yeah, the number seven is like the number of the Lord and the number. Uh, yeah, of it's a number of completeness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, Marlene, do you have um, an opinion on how it might pertain to the Bible? Yeah, I. Uh, I thought the movie was mo like yeah, mostly about um, how he thrives on feeding us on the fear of children. So I, I looked up just. Uh, quotations on uh, fear and the one I picked out was from Matthew chapter 10 verse 8 uh, 28 it says do not be afraid of those who kill the body but not cannot kill the soul mm -hmm. rather be afraid of the one who can destroy both soul and body in hell and um well, I was gonna I was gonna look at one that had to do with friendship too but I didn't get around to it but yeah that's what I got Matthew Verse 10, chapter, or chapter 10, verse 28. Okay, cool. Cool, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Mr. Richard, how about you? Uh, and you don't, if you feel uncomfortable, Richard, you don't have to answer it. No, but, it's, it, uh, it's okay. It's, um, I tried looking up what the internet had to say uh, about uh, the Torah and good and evil. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't really find anything. So I was talking to my wife earlier, and she said that, uh, you know, because we have our, our one God. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it's like we're, we're, we're trying to achieve, like, some sort of a balance. And I'm, I'm probably not explaining this very well. <laughs> I can't remember everything that you told me. I'm sorry. Oh, that's but, fine. Uh, now there, there, there's nothing in in the Torah um, about being either to, you know being totally good or totally evil. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask. Get over here. Aww. It's my daughter. Ah, yes, oh, Lily. Lily. Hi, Lily. Lily. Can you help me out on this one? No, but thanks. <laughs> uh, Anything that Torah might say about good and evil, um, like um, in, in in regards to it. Well, 
Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, I mean, it definitely does say a lot, but I see. Nothing I can comes to mind right now. Sorry. Uh, that's all right. <laughs> that is all right. Uh, you know, I, I mean, but uh, Nathan uh, had already summed it up, though. We've already been talking about, you know, we've said like five or six names, um, uh, seven if you count what I said. Uh, you know, uh, it, I mean, it, I mean, like we said before, uh it touched on so much um you know um i mean it, it touched on you know it touched on child abuse it touched on you know uh friendship you know like marlene said she was gonna she was gonna you know uh look up a scripture on friendship talked about touched on friendship it touched on bullying you know and all of that is in the bible you know and and like i said for me I, I just it just went to i just went to um uh goliath you know because here is david trying to beat this giant all by himself you know and and that's and even though you know uh bill wasn't by himself i mean he was at first but then by the end of the movie he wasn't by himself but still that that comparison to me you know stood out so and then you know everything that uh leah said too you know rings true so yeah uh i don't i think we have covered it you know with how it pertains to the bible in my opinion anyway so well, guys, I don't have any more questions, but I do have five fun facts. And these five fun facts are very, very interesting. Uh, um, okay, my fun fact number one is Jack Dylan Grazer, who plays Eddie, of course, uh, was the first one out of all the kids to work with Bill Skarsgård. And during their scene, Grazer would cry and gag while Skarsgård was right in his face yelling and drooling. Well, Skarsgård was genuinely concerned for Grazer. And after the scene ended, he was asking him if he was okay. And Grazer looked right at him and said, and said I love what you're doing with the character. Skarsgård was left confused and impressed at Grazer's attitude. And he he called all of the child actors little professionals. Um, my fun fact number two is Bill Skarsgård had auditioned in Hollywood for the role of Pennywise. Uh, this required him to wear clown makeup to the audition. And he says that there was something kind of humiliating and and uh, absurd about the whole thing he he says i'm an actor uh, auditioning in hollywood and 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 i'm driving with clown face on and he said it's kind of a metaphor for what the profession feels like okay. <laughs> yeah i can see that 
my fun fact number three is it grossed $123 million over its, uh, over its North American opening weekend. Easily a record for a horror film. And more than double that of previous uh, record holding holder, Paranormal Activity 3, which came out in 2011. And also the second lar largest R-rated opening ever behind only Deadpool, which was out in 2016. Box office analysts also estimate it would have earned 5 to 6% more if Hurricane Irma hadn't closed a significant number of theaters in Florida. Uh, my fun fact number four is around the time of the theatrical release of this film in Lilith, Pennsylvania, <laughs> there was a prank that involved a series of red balloons tied to sewer grates <laughs> throughout the town mimicking one of the book covers of the it novel the prank had frightened the citizens including the Lilith, the Lilith police force <laughs> i thought that was funny that's a funny prank that's the sort of thing i would do <laughs> i would film that'd be a good TikTok video <laughs> right <laughs> And my fun fact number five is a live action. Oh, excuse me, I had the on. A live action 16 foot tall set was built for the scene where the floating uh, children are presented in the sewers. Uh, Rodeo FX then digitally, digitally enhanced it. So they enhanced the live action 16 foot tall set that was built. Yeah, for the the practical and CGI there. Yeah. And I would move on to the cast and crew that has passed on, but nobody from this movie has passed on. So that's good. Um, yeah. I do, however, have. Um, uh, group of reactions that uh that i did not think that i was gonna get but i got them uh, <laughs> <laughs> um but my fiance you know what my fiance actually told me yesterday he was like you know you should really do the grouper's reaction the day before you do the podcast because you always put it um at like noon or or at 12 uh, or three or five and nobody really you know they're just getting home from work and they don't want to have to remember all that so you should do it the day before and i said okay yeah i'll try that and i did and i got answers <laughs> so let me see let me see if i can find hey miss latrice yes hi oh, yeah my phone is about to die, so we're probably going to... Oh, okay. All right. Well, die, Well, we're, we're at the end of the podcast anyway, but I do want to give you guys a shout out because you guys are the, uh, are, are the reason why, why um, my topic for my 200th episode is idiotic, uh, idiotic 
the characters that deserve to die in horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about that one. I can't wait either. We're all going to be on one big group group chat. So, <laughs> so shout out to Nathan and Amanda. And next week, we will see each other, guys. We are discussing Three from Hell. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you you what's interesting about our uh, podcast tonight. Five years ago tonight, it was in the theater. I guess it was. Yep, it was. um, Actually, yesterday. All right. All right, guys. Well, I I love you guys, and uh, we will see each other next week for Three for Hell. Three from Hell. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Uh, okay. So uh, I asked my group. Uh, well, actually, I didn't ask them anything. I told them to um, uh, quote uh, their favorite, the quote uh, um, uh, a scene in the movie. And actually, my, my fiance had one. Uh, he says, Run, 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 run. You haven't changed anything yet. You haven't changed their futures. You you haven't saved any of them. Close your eyes, Bev. And uh, let's see. And then Brandon Scott Card says, um, Richie Tozer, uh, he says, you punched me. Made me walk through city water, dragged me through a crack house, and now I'm gonna have to kill this effing clown. <laughs> and then Allison Zone Well says the 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 very next sentence that he says, "Welcome to the Losers Club, asshole." <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and uh, and the rest was from you guys, Marlene. Marlene says, uh. Hey, uh, Richie. Hey, Ed, Eddie. Are these birth control pills? And he says, "Yeah, I'm saving them for your sister." <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite. <laughs> that's my favorite. The died. <laughs> oh, good. And then Leah says, "Well, they're gazebos. They're bullshit." <laughs> oh, you guys are just making me cuss this at episode. One, I think at one point Ben got hurt. And somebody said, I don't remember what the line was, but I think I think it was Richie's that said, look at him, he's very, he's leaking hamburger helper. Yeah, um, Richie did say that. Yes, Richie did invited say that. Polly Greenwald to the group. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, I just got a 5% warning on my battery. Uh, well, we're actually all done. We're actually at the end of my podcast. That was the, that was the end uh i i i do have how huh i just got a quick question for you because i was i was thinking about this later this afternoon um just an idea after your fun facts um if you want to i could look for five you know five goofs that were made like uh continuity errors um Right. Yeah, I, I, like I, I know, I, I was watching and I, I was reading afterwards. It's like there were scenes. This movie is supposed to take place in 1989, uh-huh. right? If you look at the Denbros living room, they're using TVs and VCRs that don't exist yet. 
That's but, true, yeah. Yeah. You know, and yeah. Uh, when, when Richie says to Henry, uh, go after your dad, you mullet wearing asshole. The haircut was there in 1989, but nobody called it a mullet until the mid 90s. Oh, but, wow. That's just an idea I had. You know, after your, fun, fun, after your five fun facts, just come up with five little technical errors. You know, oh, you see, oh, yeah. There can, it, can be some. That sort of thing. Just, yeah. Just an idea. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'll I'll definitely think about it. But you, I don't want to be longer than we already oh, have yeah, been. Yeah. That's the only You're thing. Right. <laughs> That's not. But but no. But continue. I mean, continuity is very very important. I think. I think that it. I think that's very important. And you know, it is very important to keep up with the. With the times, like, because, like you said, you know, they have VHS and everything that hadn't even been invented yet. So, and that's a very important piece, you know, especially especially for 1989 when we didn't have any of that stuff yet. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I I I I I agree with, and I I'm gonna take that into consideration, Richard. I really oh, yeah. am. Yes. All right, I gotta go, guys. My bad. All right, all right, Richard. I will talk to you soon. Your gift is on this way, by the way. Okay, great. I'll look for it. All right. Okay, Thanks. hon. I'll talk to you later. You got it. Good night. Good night, Richard. Okay. And then there were two or three, including <laughs> me. <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, well, we really are done though. Um, uh, the grouper's reaction was actually the last of it and um but i do want to um mention to my listeners my group page uh which we have we have so much fun leah i love each and every one of your uh of your posts i just love them <laughs> i have so much fun looking at your posts and and marlene you you share some pretty good ones too facebook i make account yeah i know you're always in facebook jail my personal page is quite Facebook now. Um, I need to probably shut up about the queen, but it's too much fun. Right. <laughs> my demo, uh, demo. <laughs> I I just love all of your stuff. I can't help it. I cannot help it. Every time you put on a set, I'm like, love, 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 love. <laughs> I'm but, working on an Eddie-related piece of art from Stranger Things. So hopefully that will be going up soon. I can get that done. Yes, yes, yes. We need some Eddie art, Leah. I'm being buffaloed by my dog, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, uh, yeah, my group page, so you guys can go ahead and join it if you haven't already. We are at 781 members now. I'm so excited. Um, uh, and you just heard me mention um, Halloween, how, uh, on Halloween, it's my 200th episode, and we will be discussing, we're not going to be discussing uh, any general movie, we're going to be t discussing how uh, idiotic uh, characters that deserve to die, uh, because they're so That's idiotic. It's going to be a long episode, my list, is going to be Long, at least. Yes, yes. I I can't wait. You're gonna have to. 
Uh, what'd you say, Leah? Yeah, you're gonna have to edit, um, because, like, what horror movie doesn't have idiots in it? Yeah, that, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that's Every true. <laughs> that's so true. Well, guys, um, until next week, when you uh, uh, hear me be with Nathan and his wife, Amanda Dilla, and we're we're going to be talking about Free From Hell, the Rob Zombie movie. Uh, this has been Latrice Carter and Leah McLaughlin and Marlene Miller and, you know, Richard Moylan and Nathan and Amanda in their absence. And we will see you uh, next time. We'll see you later. Bye, guys. See ya. Bye.